South Africa's financially constrained state-owned ESCOM, uh, they were back in the spotlight yesterday as the JSE threatened to suspend the company's debt securities. Do explain. Okay, so, Sakina, yeah, ESCOM, it's like it's one of South African parastatals, one of the problem children, and the warning that was issued yesterday by the JSE um, comes after ESCOM late, late last year that they uh, will be postponed the results okay Yana uh, just uh, the signal not great there so we kind of losing you so if you just move around slightly perhaps that would help can you hear me now yes we can okay so um, the state and company in- indicated that they will postpone their interim financial results until early this year now we have yet to see any results out of ESCOM and the reason why they decided to delay um, their interim financial results was after uh, NERSA only granted them a 5.23% tariff increase for this year which compares with uh, the increase of almost 20% that they, they asked for. Now the company is under significant financial pressure and we've seen numerous Credit rating downgrades already, and the risk is that that um, ESCOM runs into uh, liquidity constraints, and that is a problem because ESCOM, of course, the financial problems they uh, run the risk of filtering through to the, the South African fiscus and the poor state of South African parastatals such as ESCOM. As I mentioned now, it continues to pose massive risks to the South African fiscus and could be a consideration for credit rating agencies to further downgrade South Africa's credit rating. Now, developments on this front will be monitored um, quite closely in the weeks ahead, especially um, as we head towards the annual budget that will be presented um, in February. So... South African parasitals is still a massive issue for the country and, and those companies being run particularly poorly have, have led to big problems um, for the South African fiscus. So we'll keep monitoring developments on that front. And then other developments uh, also still related to ESCOM, uh, the Asset for Future Unit. Uh, they are now uh, seizing uh, the moment and uh, we understand that they will today serve summons on Gupta Ling Trillion and uh, uh, consultancy firm McKinsey. So a 1.6 billion rand uh, in worth of assets we understand to be frozen there. Yana? Yes, Lukina. So it seems as though the noose is tightening around the Gupta family's neck and, and that their time in South Africa might be running out. And, the, you know, the reports also suggest that an arrest warrant has been issued for, for one of the Gupta brothers. And these developments, in conjunction with rumors that uh, Ramaphosa's faction plans on ousting President Zuma, are market positive, and we see it in the way that the RAND has responded. Uh, yesterday marked the third session that the currency managed to appreciate. It's trading to levels close to 12 around 30 um, against the dollar. And, you know, as we also discussed yesterday, there's a lot of positivity that has already been priced into the RAND as investors are betting on, on you know, change uh, potentially happening in South Africa in terms of addressing the very deeply entrenched corruption that is that has uh, crippled the country, and the focus now falls on, on this NEC meeting that we've got on Thursday as well, and any signs that, that we could, in fact, see a, a recall of President Zuma. We still think that this is something that will be market positive, and maybe we should just, just look at the flip side, you know, and because all these rumors are doing the round, and the risk exists that if President Zuma remains in his post, 
um, into the annual State of the Nation address on, on the 8th of Feb, and more crucially, the budget that's due on the 21st of Feb, um, then the market might reprice for risk. In other words, the rand could come, come under some renewed pressure. So we really hope to see that, that the, the, the momentum that, that we've seen into the start of the new year in terms of addressing these issues uh, will continue, and that's something that should um, help to keep the rand uh, supported in the short to medium term. And uh, on the domestic data front, uh, Jana, mining production data for the month of November uh, to be released today. What do you expect that data to show? So, Sakina, the mining sector has managed to expand in 2017 to date, so if we look at the data from Jan to October, output was up by 4%, uh, which is not, it's, it's not a bad number. And it seems as though support to the mining sector is stemming from firmer commodity prices. We've also got that upswing in global economic growth. And near-term activity is expected to have remained supported by specifically more robust external demand. And expectations are that the sector potentially um, recorded growth of around 5% on a year-on-year basis in November. Now, the medium to longer-term outlook is still clouded by policy uncertainty, unfortunately. And, you know, lack of confidence in the long-term outlook for the sector, um, which is, is a result of, of, you know, policy documents such as the mining charter that was released last year, this is factors that, that will hamper investment into the sector, which in turn could cripple growth. So while we are seeing some positivity for the time being, we are still concerned about the medium to longer term outlook. And in order for this outlook to, to improve, uh, we really do need to see uh, investors' concerns about uh, surrounding policy in the mining sector uh, being uh, alleviated. And until such a time that that happens, the job prospects for the mining sector are not particularly rosy. Nevertheless, uh, the data today, we expect it to to tell a relatively positive story uh, surrounding growth for the time being.